This is the old Trailblazer broadcast coming to you once again. This is Pastor Albert Pendarver speaking, inviting you to stay with us to hear another old-time, old-fashioned gospel message from God's Word on the old Trailblazer broadcast. Remember the old Trailblazer's address? The old Trailblazer, post office box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785, and my website, radiomissions.org. Yes, we were just thinking. We got up early and was reading and studying a little bit and searching God's Word, and the Lord laid this thought upon our hearts, the love of God. Oh, my friend, have you thought much about the love of God lately? The Scripture says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him might not perish but have everlasting life. Has that love ever dawned upon your heart? Oh, it has mine this morning. And the Scripture says, uh, We love him because he first loved us. Did you know the Lord first loved us? We didn't just wake up one morning and turn to the Lord and begin to love him. No, he loved us first. And that was laid upon my heart earlier this morning. So I just wanted to share that with you. We want to continue our study there in the first uh, first epistle or first letter of the Apostle Peter and uh, we've gotten down to chapter 1 in uh, verse 19 in our last study we were speaking of the precious blood of Christ uh, yes how did it the blood the precious blood is our only cleansing from sin nothing else will take away our sin but let's look at the blood it's described as precious blood oh folks say sometimes oh don't talk to me about that bloody sacrifice but my friend what a precious blood what precious blood that was shed there on Calvary's cross for you and for me yes it's not a common blood as the blood of bulls and of goats and heifers that were used in the sacrifice there in the earlier times uh, when the sacrifices were in order according to the law of God? No. Have you ever stopped and thought about the blood that was shed there in the sacrifices. In one place, I believe in the Bible, we read where there were 10,000 animals uh, slain in some great feast or uh, something. And uh, many places there were uh, set out, set forth hundreds and hundreds and thousands of animals. And for years and years, all during those days, they were offered and that blood had to be continuously offered. There was never a ceasing place there, never a stopping place. That blood had to be offered every time the high priest went into the Holy of Holies there in the tabernacle where the mercy seat was. He could not enter there. Did you know you can't enter into the presence of God without the blood? The blood that was sprinkled there in salvation, the blood that was uh, covers your sins, that's the only, uh, my friend, a rank sinner cannot enter into the presence of God. No, he has to have the blood. Just like the, just like the high priest did there, carried the blood in the basin. And my friend, that blood was only a shadow and a type of that which was to come. There was no value there. It was only a ceremonial value. It was what the Lord had laid down, teaching those people that one day, looking forward to the coming of the Messiah, that his blood, now our Lord has shed that precious blood once and no more. No more, my friend. It had to be only poured out once, for it was the blood of a heavenly sacrifice. It was not a common thing, as many have uh, uh, counted it to be. If you're not saved this morning, if you're stealing your sin, then you're counting the blood of Christ as a common thing. Yes, you have no regard for the blood of Christ. I believe that we need to be very careful in uh, trampling the blood of Christ under our unhallowed feet. 
Oh, I know in this day and time we live, I hear all the lightheartedness talking about uh, in jest of this thing and that thing concerning using God's name in vain or using it in profanity, using it in jest. All that time, my friend, we're trampling the blood of Christ under our unhallowed feet. I just, I just implore you today, if you know the Lord, ask the Lord to put a guard on your lips. Don't let him even, uh, uh, no, don't let him even uh, allow you to whisper the name of God in jest, my friend. No, I hear so much of that, it makes me sick. Yes, verse 19 also says that Christ was without spot and without blemish as the sacrificial offering, uh, my friend. No, the lamb had to be one of perfect quality there when they were slain there in the, for the sacrifices, not the poor and the sickly kind of animals. That would be your and my uh, way to do, wouldn't it? To weed out the poor and weed out the sickly ones. But our Lord said they had to be without spot, without blemish in, uh, in order to be like our Lord. No, the best one. That's the description of our Lord, without spot and without blemish. He was the perfect Son of God. There was never guile found in his mouth. He walked upright in his father's sight, and our father said to him, uh, this said of him, this is my son, in whom I am well pleased, hear ye him. Our Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ, was spotless. His ability to die for sinners was solely based upon his perfection, upon his having, his being the son of God. I know he was accused of being a wine-bibber a son of a fallen woman. He was accused of casting out devils by the power of Satan, but Satan has never let up his attack on our Lord. Uh, yes, many talk about Christ Jesus our Lord, and let's, uh, let's just leave off the murmuring and complaining and feeling sorry for ourselves and begin to thank the Lord for his mercy. Are you a child of God today? Then, my friend, there should be no murmuring, no complaining uh, in your heart. No, you never come to know Christ uh, as, as a Savior until you bow your knee to him as Lord. Then if he's your Lord, my friend, uh, why not bow to him? Yes, uh, uh, right there, all of these little thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, praise you, Jesus, those things mean nothing. That Those folks have never come to know Christ as Lord and Savior. That, that's an abomination in the sight of God. If he uh, is your Lord this morning, you must confess him as Lord, or you will never come to know him as Savior. I'll stake my eternal destiny on that truth, my friend. Let me go back and restate that. My friend, is he your Lord this morning? You must come to him as Lord, or you'll never come to him as Christ. No, the old thief on the cross there, when he spoke, he cried, Lord, Lord, have mercy upon me when thou comest into thy kingdom. Listen, folks, our modernists, our New Age religionists have attempted to bring down our Lord to their level. They, uh, they want to remove the deity, the holiness, and everything in order to destroy uh, the poor old sinner's confidence in our Lord. How tragic and how sad it will be in that great day of judgment when those who have denied our Lord will stand in the presence, in his presence there at the great white throne judgment, and he will proclaim 
uh, depart from me I never knew you no they'll say I did this and I've done that and he'll say with them under them depart from me I've never known you listen friend you can't flaunt the Lord you can't flaunt yourself in the face of the Lord you can't drag his feet down into the gutter and get by with it my heart is burdened for some of you who see no beauty in Christ for you who read your Bible as a cold hard set of doctrines and see nothing of the lordship and the beauty of Christ Jesus our Lord listen there was no spot or blemish in him in his life or in his death he was the son of God he was God incarnate and now now he has shed that precious blood to redeem the elect of God and and has uh, returned there now to sit at the right hand of God the Father interceding for you and for me does that not mean anything to you this morning my friend the Bible says there is no other name whereby men must be saved folks stand and curse and blaspheme that name if the uh, yes uh, if the Holy Spirit by God's grace ever opens your wicked heart and reveals to you that Christ is your only hope that he's the only the sinner's only hope my friend if he ever does that what a change will come over in your life is he your hope today are you trusting him and him alone or uh, do you uh, count Christ as an imposter like others have done my prayer is this morning that the Holy Spirit will open blinded hearts to see their need of Christ now that's the prayer of the old trailblazer this morning this, this whole program is dedicated my friend to the saving of God God's people to awakening you to your lost condition verse 20 we find Peter uh, in chapter 1 there verse first Peter <clears throat> that Christ was foreordained before the foundation of the world but was manifest in these last times for you Christ Jesus was made manifest he came into the world his uh, his glory was revealed to those my friend for our redemption he was brought forth by the Father. They had made that eternal covenant there uh, before the foundation of the world. And now he was made manifest. Uh, that all had come to fruition, my friend, and made manifest in the flesh for our redemption uh, that's what he was made manifest for. Christ is our redemption. He is our only Savior. He is the only Savior of men. And yet, after the gospel has been preached for these hundreds of years, man will not have Christ to rule over him. Many of you who hear this broadcast, you're satisfied to go on in your sin. You're not interested in your soul. You count the shedding of Christ's blood as a light thing. God's man can stand and preach the gospel. <clears throat> he can plead with you till his uh, breath is all gone but to no avail it's only when he calls you my friend by that effectual call when the Holy Spirit calls you by that effectual call that you will come my prayer is that you who have heard the truth you'll not turn away not turn back as Lot's wife did she was taken by the hand of the angels of God now my friend you see how close you see what a fine line there is between salvation and damnation this woman this poor woman was taken by the hand of the angel they led her outside the, the city of Sodom she and her husband and her two daughters they told them don't look back don't look back but my friend she looked back 
You think you surely will not look back or turn back, but she did. So don't be so sure of what you'll do. No, you may ask the Lord. May you ask the Lord for grace to 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 remain under the gospel. Not many whom I know who have gone out from here have ever come back. Do you know any folks who have left the gospel and have ever come back? Oh no, they may uh, join up with some some church or something. I had a friend of mine one time uh, whom the Lord has saved and blessed him and one of her children was uh, uh, hunting around for a place and all and she told her mother she said oh mother I joined the first church of so and so and uh, her mother spoke up kind and she said well darling I joined everything there was to join before the Lord saved me that doesn't have anything to do with salvation no Satan always finds an excuse for someone to go out you'll make the grass greener on the other side of the fence as it were you'll put something in your heart uh, thinking you've been done wrong someone has mistreated you the pastor stepped on your toes but oh my friend don't let anything cause you to turn back what is there to turn back to only hell judgment uh, where the worm never dies and the fire is not quenched no this is where God's word is preached and taught this is where you can come to know the Lord this is where a sinner can come pour out his heart here at the radio mission and, and if and my friend if the Lord has called you here I wouldn't let anything I wouldn't let anyone influence me to turn down uh, the gospel. No, it's Satan's trick, keeping you blinded. And then you will uh, wind up in hell along with Satan and all of those who have misled you. My friend, this is a sad day that we're living in. Folks are going out into eternity lost without hope and without uh, grace. But the blood of Christ cleanses us from all sin. And uh, would you pray for the old trailblazer? I need your prayers. My heart is burdened for you. Oh, and I see my uselessness my friend how useless I am in the sight of God my unworthiness to stand and proclaim his word but oh I think about the love of God that's shed in my heart so remember us my friend our mailing address is Radio Missions Post Office Box 1810 Walker Louisiana 70785 and uh, this is the old trailblazer saying goodbye and God bless you Pastor Pendarvis invites you to attend Fellowship Weekend, October 27th through 29th at the First Baptist Church of Algiers. Join listeners from near and far for this time of old-time preaching, dinner and lunch on the grounds, and fellowship. For information and local lodging options, call the church office at 225-664-8658. That's 225-664-8658. We look forward to seeing you soon. 